kill the Negro. He don't even know himself. He think that Gucci belt represents wealth. Kill the Negro. He don't even know if he should worship Yahweh or support his family member that just came out gay. Kill the Negro. He don't even know his own bloodline, so the nigga culture came up with what's poppin' slime. Matter of fact, you ain't even gotta kill the Negro. He don't see no equal in his people, so we watch a bunch of Malcolm X sequels kill the Negro. He don't know his own language. He said if it's foreign, then it's born. But guess what? That's true. Because when his ancestors were shackled up on a boat, they damn sure wasn't storm. We brought them to a foreign land, raped they women. Now their women don't even respect the Negro man. Kill the Negro and get rid of all these Kaepernicks because we will put a cap in, Nick. These brave ass niggas make me sick. Gee, what we should do is start a war. Let's start a draft. You know how the old days go. The richest slave owner get the number one pick. And if he refuses to get drafted, let's do him like clashes. Throw him in jail. And take everything that he owns. He must motherfucking forget. This our plantation that we own. And we don't let niggas stray from home. And if he tries to escape, we will get the police to put one in his dome. Kill the Negro! Hey yo, welcome back to the Blue Lines Podcast. This is your host, Black Line, with my co-host, Blue Line. What's, What's going on, my brother? How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I got my producer torn in here. So what's up? And then we also have a special guest. My special guest, do you want to introduce yourself? It's Tortoise Wing, y'all. In the building. <laughs> no. Yeah. So we got a special guest, uh, Tortoise Wing. She is, to me, in my eyes, she's a, uh, a heavily political activist out here in these streets like that. You know what I'm saying? And she does a lot of work for the community. Uh, I met this sister probably like two, three years ago. Um, we met through how we meet again? Through the Moors. Through the Moors, yeah. That's we right. met through, yeah, we met through the Noble Moors. Noble Ali brought us together. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. praises due to Allah. <laughs> and man, she just always just kept it real. She always was a person who was for the people, and I just loved it about her. And I want to feature her on this show. And Blue, you had something that you want to talk about before we got started. Yeah, we'll, we'll let her introduce herself further. Okay. But uh, yesterday was a significant day. Okay. Uh, not only was it the 63rd anniversary of the killing of Emmett Till, mm-hmm. uh, it coincidentally was also the day that Roy Oliver, the Batch Springs police officer in Texas who killed Jordan Edwards, was found guilty of murder. Mm. And that doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, How did you feel about that never- when, when, you, when you first got the news about that? Like, how'd you feel about it? Well, it was the right. It was yeah. Of it course, was it was justice. the right. It was it was the right thing. But I loved it because it's justice. How do you think white people feel about they it? They don't like it. 
and police officers don't like it. Really? Yeah. Have you heard anything in your department? Uh, not in my department directly, but through different social media sites, yes. Uh, officers are up in arms and think it was, thinks it, it was a terrible decision. What, is, and it wasn't. What, are, it was, what are some of the things that you've seen? They believe the officer's statement that he felt like he had to shoot because he thought the car was driving towards his partner. But did they believe the video footage? Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly like, it. Did they watch the video footage? That's what I was going to Then say. that goes back to my argument to begin with. Case law. Case yeah. law was created in a time where we didn't have video footage of this stuff. So you had to go on the officer's word. Mm. Well, now there's video footage and the officer's word doesn't mean anything anymore, especially when there's video. Mm. You can watch it and see that he was not truthful. Mm. Now, the funny thing is uh, Officer Gross, who is the officer that uh, Officer Oliver was supposedly saving, he actually was truthful and said, I never feared for my safety. That's why I didn't shoot. And I didn't perceive that the vehicle was driving towards me, Mm. which is great that he did that. Now, that was a big risk. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to have an interesting career from here on out, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was the truth. Yeah. And that's, especially in the age of Trump, we need to champion the truth every chance we get. And that's that's why police continually get this wrong, is the verdict was the correct one. It doesn't matter what team you're on. It's the truth. He killed that kid unlawfully. Mm. He should be held accountable. It doesn't the, matter like, that he's a cop ever. and that he's in, he's in your camp. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It was an unlawful shooting, and he should be held accountable, and you should be happy when that happens because the justice system worked. We want it to work. If you believe in American ideals and injustice for all and all those types of things, then you want the system to work, and it did, and it's awesome. Mm. Um, one <laughs> other quick little caveat that's actually the opposite of what i just said <laughs> the terrence crutcher shooting in tulsa mm-hmm. that we talked about with two episodes ago it was a few i forget which one but it was yeah. it was a previous episode well, no yeah probably like two or three but yeah. yeah so that officer betty shelby i believe her name is mm-hmm. uh she's now training other police officers on a phenomenon she has coined the ferguson effect mm-hmm. where she trains officers how to deal with the trauma of being held of the system attempting to hold them accountable for unlawfully killing people. And so she's now training officers how to deal with the trauma of that. Yeah. <laughs> they need to be trained on how to yeah. get paid vacation. She's the one so, who killed Terrence Kutcher. Who I know. I know. On drugs so totally once again, unarmed. it's just like white privilege taken care of mm-hmm. white privilege well, people. Them, and they're, they're claiming to be the victim in this. Yeah, Betty I know. Shelby, I, I, I mean, well, that's what she's she's apparently a victim in all of this because the media was harsh on her. And oh, people yeah, wanted and her to be another, held accountable. There was another mass shooting again with another white person. Yeah, another another white guy killed a bunch and of people. And this guy was from uh, apparently from a rich family. He got upset that he lost in the Madden game. Shot two people. Mm-hmm. I think shot more. Two. Was, oh yeah, well, two, two people were dead, three. but ten were wounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course. White supremacy came out again because I don't call it mental news. illness. Mental illness, bro. Yep. How do you? Well, he you probably is mentally ill. He probably why, is mentally ill. But why don't black people? The, no, mental illness is it, just it, as common in the black community as is, is in the white. Course. But they and never they get, get that shot. Out. Oh yeah, they get. The police have shot <laughs> mentally. You know, yeah. people yeah. just having episodes and yeah. have been so. Well, know. if if you look at like Terrence Crutcher. He was essentially mentally ill because certain drugs manifest the exact same behavior right. as mental yep, illness. We talked about that. He was unarmed. He, yeah. he was he was high on drugs. Yeah, that's illegal. Whatever. We can debate all day whether or not drugs should even be legal or illegal. But he he was just he was sick. They they shot and killed a sick person. And, I and now this, she's the victim. And she's and I, teaching and I, and I said this, to, And I said this before. You know, white people always love to play the mental ill game. But when, when game. but when in the victim game, but when black people get shot, it's just like oh he he got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's never any. 
that gotta stop happening. Yeah, you know, white people gotta start taking ownership for what's going on mm-hmm. right right now. You mm-hmm. know, and I and I said that before, so I'm 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 pretty sure the listeners get that now. Yeah. You know, but uh, so it was an interesting couple days. It's, it's to, been it's to, the, the it's only is what today's Wednesday. <laughs> we just we just getting the week started. We just getting the week started. It's like it should be Saturday. It's hump day, right? It's hump day, and we just getting the week started. And all this has happened so far. Um, you got anything else? Blue? No, I just wanted to bring up those two topics. And so we, with, we discussed both those in previous and, episodes. And, 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 and so with all of that, as far as like black people getting shot and things like that, I wanted to shoot it over to Tortoise Win because uh, I wanted to see how she felt about like the Second Amendment. That's right. Second Amendment. How do I feel like? Can, about real it? quick, can you introduce yourself though? Because I think I what will. you do is actually oh, yeah, yeah, very yeah. important yeah. before we start talking about that. I do a lot, so y'all can go to my website first of all, definitely <laughs> tortoisewind.com. Um, author, activist, and officially an elected official now. There you go. Well, maybe we should have bought the bottle, Torn. Hey. I, I, I know, my bad. I didn't. I didn't go get the box. But we'll have a celebration. Yeah. After y'all get sworn in on the twenty. And then she is an author. She has a great book called I Am You. I Am You. And it's a great book. It's also in the library now. It's in some libraries on college yeah. campuses, nice. on Amazon, and yeah. my website, which you can get the article. Hey, there you and go. I get the money faster. Hey. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm in the politics. Um, Really wasn't planning on getting this position, found out about it. It's mm-hmm. an executive committee woman for my district, which is District 14, covers about five, six counties. And it's within the state party. So mm-hmm. to not bore you guys, I get to, like, check candidates, people that want to run. I can say whether they're ballot worthy mm-hmm. you know, for my district. Um, we vote in and out the state chair. Um, any different caucuses that want to try to join under the Democratic name have to go through us. So, you know, mm. it's like, you know, I'm on some gangster stuff still. And, 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 <laughs> and how'd you go about getting that position? Man, I just let the person that know that was used to being there what it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, um, I just found out about it, you know, and yeah. it's, it's like, this is a good place to start. I'm learning, right. want to understand things. Um, and then the person that held that position decided that she wasn't going to run again, so I mm-hmm. didn't have to actually run against anybody, which saved me a lot of money. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so I just got 25 <laughs> people to sign my petition, <laughs> and it didn't matter whether it was Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. They just had to be registered voters. Gotcha. And um, I actually found out a lot of people that think they registered voters are not. Yeah, right. Like in that petition right. side because they was knocking names. I was like, yeah, she's not registered. I'm like, what? They were sending me to people's house who wasn't registered. Black folk, we got to do better. And these are the old heads. I'm calling them out because they always on the young people about not being ready. These was like 65 and up. And really? They sending me all across town calling their friends like, you registered, you can't move. So I'm like, and you couldn't have been purged. You act like you voted in this last election. They be fronting y'all, telling y'all. I'm just putting I, that out there. Yeah. We got to do better. Did you, did you register yet, Thomas? Blackline? Did you? Yeah. Why are we putting it? Don't put it. Yeah, nah, nah. But it's okay. But no, yeah, I was going to say. It's okay. Well, see, I'm here to learn more information as That's well. That's right. I've been trying you to know? call my brother. And so, yeah. But no, I, I was supposed to. <laughs> And I missed it. 
Because <laughs> uh, we, ha- we actually had a listener. Like I told you, yeah. we had a listener that reached out to me on Instagram, and she actually gave me all the information. She's out in California, mm-hmm. and she actually gave me all the information to register to vote. But it was by the time she gave me the information, it was like... Well, you have until October 9th. There you go. Oh, okay, so I still got time. Yeah, yeah. Still and you can go to... You can, I actually got forms in my car, but you can go to go TN. Go vote tn dot yeah, that's org and me. that's it's quick like less than two minutes. But I don't, know, I don't know who I'm voting for. That's, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then do like me. I'm I was an inconsistent voter. Still am. Yeah. I, if I don't, I don't believe know. in you, I yeah. write my own name in. Okay. Nice. Like I have people on there that I have research I yeah. do like, but if I'm not feeling nobody on the list, yeah, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's me. Yeah, but it's it's just some people I, I don't even know who they are, what they right. stand for, and I'm like I don't. But that's I don't want to. That's why I wanted you here. Yeah, like, so we, we and, can, and what are the counties you cover? I, I cover think that's important Bedford too. County, Marshall County, uh, Lord Lincoln County, the eastern part of Rutherford County. So that's like hey, your Riverdale, yep, Christiana, yep, all yep. that, and um, I think there's in Moore County. So those are rural Tennessee, very rural counties. Tennessee, very counties. white. And I'm that's here to exactly fight rural votes matter. Tennessee. Yeah. We're losing hospitals. Uh, Shelbyville's on the list for that. You know, Manchester, yeah. that raggedy hospital, oh, Lord God. help them. Lord have mercy. I'm not even going to get into that. But, um, you know, our median income in Chevy is on like $19,000. I think they hire people from Bonnaroo in Manchester. You probably do. <laughs> they have a court day, though, that's called Bonnaroo Day in court where all the people that got their citations and stuff in Manchester gets paid off with Bonnaroo. Yeah. So. Wow. But, um, yeah, so and I that's, do cover that's the good. Rule. That's important. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And a lot of people, um, and with the position I'm in, too, it gives a voice for rural, and I'm going to holler at my other people that hold this position in the rural counties because a lot of times just Memphis, Nashville, Knoxville, and Chattanooga is what all the hype is about for politics and mm-hmm. what the focus is. And, you know, in these rural areas, we've fallen apart. But what y'all city folks need to realize, especially if you can't afford to live in Nashville anymore, you're almost not affording to live in Murfreesboro, and Franklin is definitely too damn high for you, you're going to end up in a place like Shelbyville, mm-hmm. yep. Lewisburg, yep. Columbia, uh, Fayetteville, and um, you're going to want it to be better than what it yeah. is yep. now. So, yeah. you know, help us help you. Because yep. yeah. you're coming. You're yeah. on the way. Mm-hmm. Because with the income, if we still keep low uh, wages, Tennessee, I'm talking to you, yeah. your governor, your politicians, they push that. Well, we're a low-wage state, so they get all these industries in, mm. these big major corporations and company that can afford to pay these taxes that they're asking for. They give them all these tax breaks, and then they don't even pay the people anything really i know, you know? What, so, ten dollars right yeah. exactly so those are the type of things where i'm on the scene yeah. i got my cape on wow. you learn to get awesome. that's very impactful that's exactly though. what we like, need and, and and the fuck like the fact that you are a black woman doing it that's like yeah and black people i'm the one that's out here asking where i shit at right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I should. I goddamn time. <laughs> I'm the one that's. I've been. I was supposed to say, have you heard this? Podcast? I mean, I have, but I'm just trying to make sure I didn't know what the. No, I'm not. Got a bottle of tequila going around, but I'm done drinking tequila right now. <laughs> but, but, um, you know, Obama said he couldn't be the president for black people. Well, I'm the president oh. for black people. I'm the, I'm the politician for the black people. Oh, she people. went there. That's exactly what you. Yeah, did. I'm gonna go I there. know she went there. We're how, not, how, we're not how you feel about Obama? I mean, he cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a president. He did what he was able to do. You know what I mean? It didn't change my life. I'm not saying he didn't do anything. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't do I'm any more expected than any other president. You know, you wow. take them as they come. It's but a, he um, did no harm, though. 
That's the one thing I can nah, say. I nah, he ain't doing no harm. He ain't doing what and this, you know what? That's a win. orange guy's doing. Yeah, that's right a win. If, if, you, if you make it eight years and you do no harm, yeah. you've done something good. He did no open harm, but we I didn't come to talk about it. But cause right, right, right. Because yeah, that's what we're not talking about. killed on it. Why? So me and Obama ain't cool, but we can talk about that another day. We can talk about that another day. All right, so that's one thing that you do. What is your other... Posi- oh, not I started, but- so I started a business. Yep. Um, I LLC myself. I've been trying to tell y'all, especially under Trump. That yep. y'all, don't want, y'all want these tax cuts. You got to have a business. <laughs> but um, so I have surreal self-defense and weapons training, which is uh, a lot of the reason why I'm here today for the discussion. We're going to talk about the mm-hmm. Second Amendment, yep. gun control laws, things like that, um, which play hand in hand. But the reason I started that business um, one of the me- many reasons I do a lot of things I do, I'm an author slash politician slash activist slash whatever you need me to be, yeah. is because I believe this stuff that all these people tell us, you know, if we want the black community to be better, then we got to do group economics. So if you want to yeah. do group economics, you got to start a business. So I went and started a business. Yeah. They say we got to get involved in politics. So I went and I got, got involved, involved in politics. politics mm-hmm. you know? yeah. They say whatever. I try to go do it. Then and I can turn around we, and We got to get the clap. Else. We got to get the clap sound. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I know. Because <laughs> when she was saying that, we need clapping behind. I know, but look, when I first met her, I said we met through the moors and stuff like that. We and then we kind of worked with each other through different organizations and stuff like that. And what I always respect about Tortoise was, you know, a lot of these groups they talk about what we gonna do, what we gonna do, uh, have a lot of lectures and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. She was on her hand, was like, all right. When we gonna get this solution? Like when we gonna find when we out? Execute. Yeah. When we gonna get yeah. X, Y, and Z done? Yeah. You know. And I was always like, damn, she, and, and she's moving at a different pace than yeah. everybody else. For her name to be Tortoise, she's moving at <laughs> a different pace than everybody else. That's you know? why that second part of where the wind is yeah. in that. So it's like, don't get it confused. Yeah, she's with the always speed. been like on the speed as far yeah. as like trying to get solutions, especially for black people and yeah. just for just people in general. Yeah. So I always felt like she always had like a big heart and just like a different type of energy. I'm a, I'm so a awesome. natural humanitarian. Yeah, and I'm then an you throw in the self defense and the weapons. Yeah, training. yeah she'll beat your ass. Like, That's what you know. Yeah. She'll break your wrist. I talk too take much. Take your gun. Then yep. shoot you with it. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> and what I teach my women is I teach you a couple moves so you, you know, even at the club, to all my people still going to the club, my young people. If you, if you over a certain age, then you on your own if you still fighting at the club. Yeah. But <laughs> say some guy, something comes up, try to grab you by the waist. I got a quick move for that. He's not going to be happy. His future kids might not make it. Yeah. But, um... And then it's like, because you have to put yourself in real situation. You might have heels on, your hair look good, your makeup, you fresh. You right. know what I mean? You came to slay, right? You right. know Beyonce. Yeah. And then you find yourself in a situation, that's where the weapons come in. You know, keep your little pepper spray. So when you knock them down and push them down, you spray them, you and spray. then you walk off. I don't have to call the police. I ain't calling the police. Mm-hmm. If I got to call the police, it's probably to pick your body up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to fight you and then talk shit and go on about my business, whatever I plan on doing. And lawfully, because you know the laws that's of use right. of force as well. Well, I, I'm learning them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to get me a lawyer on retainer. <laughs> Just in case I miss Just a couple. Just in case you miss, miss a <laughs> Right. Like, oh, I thought I could do. No. Oh, not in Tennessee. Damn. <laughs> I learned that oh, in and, Atlanta. And, and, and something she told me since Tennessee, and we talking about the Second Amendment, 
Another thing she taught me was that Tennessee was a stand your your ground state. I did not know that until she told me. Look up your state. You can Google, just Google stand your ground state list. And it's a lot of these southern states on there. And look at what that means. And, you know, we learned a lot from the George Zimmerman, Trayvon Mm -hmm. Martin case. Um, If if you can watch that documentary, we'll put you up. Can you, like, just give, like, a, like, brief description of, like, how George Zimmerman got off on that case? It's called the castle doctrine Mm -hmm. and what it is is stand your ground is basically i'm gonna give it to you in layman terms is um you know you get into a situation where you feel like your life is being threatened you know you're you can uh pursue deadly force on whoever it is you're into it with now so stand your ground but not just anywhere like it has to be a threat against your person um or your property Mm -hmm. Now, with George Zimmerman, because, you know, a lot of people's like, oh, but he was just, you know, in a neighborhood claiming to be neighborhood watch. It was a gated community, which he lived in. So the castle doctrine kicked in, which states that an extension of his person. So that whole uh, gated community is considered his property, which is absolutely absurd. Right. You can't kill people over property. It's right. And, and what's so funny, though, situations like that, to, just like uh, the cop that got convicted um, against killing this 15-year-old boy in Texas mm-hmm. is that he's saying he did it because he thought his partner's life was in danger, but mm-hmm. your partner never drew his gun. And the mm-hmm. video doesn't no. show that. And the video doesn't show that, but it's the same with George Zimmerman. Okay, then why weren't any of the other neighbors, the people yeah. that actually lived on that street, they didn't call the police saying there's some strange black kid with a hoodie on walking yeah. down the street, and I feel like he might do something. And 911 told him, stop pursuing and, him. Yeah, know, he created his own exigency. He put exactly. himself in a he position. He created the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was all self-made. Right. Don't so it's like, I don't still, I don't see how the stand your ground. It's a terrible stuck. law. Yeah, I really don't. But um, in addition to that, what I found out is if as a police officer or the district attorney, whoever charges someone who's saying they're using stand their ground, if they're found innocent and that it was self-defense, they can personally sue that police officer. Mm. It's not them suing the city, the state, the county. Mm-hmm. They can personally sue that police officer, that district attorney. So, of course, that's going to make your detectives be like, um, I don't want to touch this case. Mm-hmm. But it got so much national attention is what made actually that case go to trial. Mm-hmm. Mm. They pretty much knew he... I mean, when they let him go, after, you know, they questioned him and let him yeah. go, it was pretty much... And then since then, in. Zimmerman's had other similar type yeah, incidents, which just shows that he's just one of those guys who's out there looking for this shit. Yeah. He's, he's not a victim. He puts himself in these positions. Exactly. Which, coincidentally, a lot of cops do also. Yeah. Just throwing that oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We create our own exigency all the time. Yeah. yeah, pulling folks over and then ter- turning nothing into something. Into something. Or, or there's a good video that was going around. Um, I think you somebody sent it to me where mm. two black kids got pulled over and the cops basically berated them. And the kids were totally professional and they did everything they were supposed to do. They were respectful throughout. And it turned out okay for them. Mm-hmm. But the way the video appears, it looks like the cops are trying to pick a fight with these kids, and the mm-hmm. kids just never take the take the bait, wow, which is I'm great. Not, I don't, I didn't but that stuff happens. It happens all the time, and then yeah, suddenly you're said, resisting uh, arrest. You smell like weed in the car, and he's like, "I don't even smell." There's no weed. weed. There's no weed in the car. Right. He's like, "It's shake on the ground." He's like, he's like no. grass," and yeah. I just left the park. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, really. I did not yeah. see. They that. illegally stopped the car. They illegally detained the kids, and they illegally searched the vehicle. It was uh, it was Hub Sound. That's who sent it to me. 
that rapper Hup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. And, you so, know, I mean, that, but, but that's creating your own exigency. That, that, that's, that you know that that sound like some slave owner type yeah. watchers. You know who's a, who used to watch over right, the plantation and things like that. Mm-hmm. The overseers. You know, yeah, the overseers. You know, just so, trying to create something out of nothing. Yep. But yeah. So Second Amendment. Second so Amendment. What is the Second Amendment? It is, it, it, everybody always says the right to bear arms, but it actually starts off like this. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms. So, what does that mean for us? <laughs> well, mm. think about when the Constitution was written. Bring the Constitution on. was written by white men. At a time when you could own black people as property and they were considered three-fifths of a person. So that document, in its inception, does not include black people. So talk about a date. Talk about a problem. I know. I mean, uh, I've always talked about on this show how the Constitution needs to be updated. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because it's written by a bunch of racist but white people. It's, yeah. it's something like the right to protect yourself right. shouldn't have to be on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shouldn't have to be a law. Yeah. It shouldn't have to. That's just a human right. Right. You know, that's the survival of the fittest. Right. You know? Right. Like, that's just how that works. Yeah. So it, it's to me, any laws, once you get the root, it was always to say, so white folks can do this. And everybody, everybody else, else can't. Yeah, and we know. even talked about, you know, your ego. When somebody, if I came at you in the wrong way, you're going to instantly. You're going to react. You're going to react to it and get in defensive mode and protect yourself. That's just common sense. That's animal instincts. That's just, this is normal instincts. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you said, it shouldn't be have to be written down on a piece of paper. But if you know that, okay, so I'm ha- I'm, I'm going to be using I to be Wells. Mm-hmm. I done brought the ancestors about him yep. in the spirit of Ida. Yep. Do we need to call on her real fast or not? Put out a little drink for her. Yeah. And, uh, I think she's like the queen, at least as far as being black and a woman of um, that shows the value of bearing arms. Yeah. And to quote her, if you don't know who Ida B. Wells, she led the anti-lynching campaigns back in the late 1800s. And of many things, she did a lot of things. But Back to his point is if you're being bullied, say now we'll say the police or, you know, back then slave traders, overseers, whoop, 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 and you don't have a weapon. So, of course, you intimidate me because you have a firearm and I don't. You mm-hmm. have something that can kill me. A gun can either take a life or save a life. And so when I when those odds are against me, of course, I'm going to be submissive. You know, of course, mm-hmm. I'm going to probably hold my head down. Whatever I got to do to get out this situation. So what Ida B. Wells was fighting for was the rights for, they called them Afro-Americans then. Right, <laughs> right. And for the rights for them to bear arms because then um, lynchings go down because it said the man that, that's having the guns is not getting lynched because, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's self-defensive. You know, yeah. so when that started happening, black people, especially free black men, so, see, we come into that time where the proclamation, I mean, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and you had free men, but then you had that, that compromise of 1850 and all that good stuff before where it's like, okay, we got runaway slaves. They went up north and they want them to send it back. Well, then you got the Emancipation Proclamation that says they're free. But in my freedom, I need to be able to protect myself. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? I need to be able to protect my land. So they had land and things like that, but the KKK, could, even though that was a little down the road, but it was all the same. They just called it something at that point. 
<laughs> white folks would just come and take your land because mm. they had guns and you didn't. So what you going to do? So either your family was going to get slaughtered or you was going to come up off that land. And now you out here, no land, no property. So now slave patrols on your ass. Mm. But you're a free man. But I don't have any land or anything like that. So now what am I supposed to do? And that's how a lot of them went into that indentured servitude. You know, where you just need a place to stay. You need some land, but I'm still indebted. I'm basically a slave all Mm -hmm. over again. You know, so that's the cycle of... um, Sounds like the system was... Designed, designed is to keep you in a well, position. We know that blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like there's no way. It's, it's like how do you get out of this rat race? You know what right. I mean? And so every time I see gun control issues come up, mm-hmm. all I see is this past pattern of every time it came up before was because black folks was trying to arm themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, black Panther Party in California, yeah. uh, 1967. Yeah, they showed up. You know, start showing up police pulling over black folks' guns. They show up with their guns because they had the right to bear arms. You know, people try to compare the Black Panther to the KKK. No, it's, there's no comparison. Yeah, we know all that's deflection. Like, but to this day, California has strict gun laws because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Even Black people tried to arm themselves and they immediately passed they legislation immediately, and said, nope. Mm-mm. That's everything. <laughs> we loved guns right up until you guys got them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Exactly, and then that's when your our high fi- felon rates are. Yeah. You know, once you become a felon, then it's oh, felons can't bear arms, or you got to go through the expungement process to try to get those rights mm. back. Mm-hmm. But look, who who I mean, who who makes up the majority of the prison mm. population? That that law, by the way, is called the Felon Disenfranchisement Act, mm-hmm. and it's amazing that they named it that. Because most felons are felons because they're disenfranchised to begin with. Exactly. So they name a law. They, they take a segment of a population who's probably committing crimes largely because it's just their lot in life. Mm-hmm. Because they're disenfranchised. Exactly. And then after this predictably occurs, they then take even more rights from these people and actually name it the felon disenfranchisement law. It's it's unbelievable. Like, <laughs> white people are so calculated, and we don't even hide it half the time. I know. Yeah, yeah that's the thing, though. It's like, now, and, even now. And when now, I say white people, some people probably cringe when I say that. I say that because the majority of politicians and the majority of people who write laws and pass mm-hmm. laws are still white men. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. it's just a fact. I'm not being racy. I'm not being edgy by saying white people. It's right. simply the truth. These laws are passed largely by white people. Watch yeah. as white people, such as our guest today, are so important yeah. because she is. They, you are underrepresented, and we need more voices. So yeah. we are truly equal and free, and that's why people. I was like gonna her say, so which important. is why it's a great thing that we mm-hmm. have tortoise who's mm-hmm. a now but politician. Even with <laughs> politics, you know, it's like shit sound good, yeah. but the actual process of getting laws changed and things like that, if you don't have money, mm-hmm. like, does anybody in here know what a 501c4 is? Mm-hmm. Blue does. It's a non-profit, right? Right, but yeah. it's a non-profit for, to raise money to lobby for laws. Mm-hmm. You know, 501c3, we know that non-profit. They're tax that, exempt. But, the, the other right, one is not, right. because you the lobby. The 501c4, you can lobby and say, say, uh, Black Line is running for, well, he's a, a politician, he's a legislator. And then my organization, we raise money to, say, just for some kind of gun law we want passed, we get mm-hmm. him to sponsor so he can push you through the subcommittees and all that good stuff to try to get this bill on the boards. Well, like you said, disenfranchised. If we don't have the money, mm. you know, and especially the Democratic Party who allegedly represents all these different, you know, groups that are underprivileged or whatever. It's like they're always claiming broke. You know, the Democratic Party mm-hmm. is always claiming they're broke. 
So then who's pushing any laws in our favor? Who's getting these bills? Because if, if the, the evil people have all the money, then they push the laws as they see fit. You see how quickly it was the Mulford Act. Um, mm-hmm. That came when the Black Panthers showed up, and yeah. then they went and protested. They went to uh, the Capitol, you know, with their gun stuff to protest it. Yeah. And that's when Ronald Reagan came around the corner and hurried up and signed that bill because he's like, "These Negroes ain't playing." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we got to do something about it. But just like the Community Oversight Board in Nashville, that they're fighting Blue thought for, Ronald Reagan was a good president. No, I didn't. You know, a lot of people. <laughs> I'm glad I called you out for not registering to vote. But you know what? Just like we thought Bill Clinton was. Oh yeah, we, we, you know what I mean. And until you really start you, you to can't, understand. You can't politics. hold it against me what, what I knew at 10. It's right. Like, yeah, I remember when Ronald Reagan was like, yeah, everybody was sold on right. Ronald Reagan. You know, he was an actor. But, yeah. you know, as you begin to learn. I'm just kidding, by the way. I'm just kidding. Uh, as, you, as you begin to learn what everybody does and what do these laws mean and blah, 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 who's right. really doing what. It, it's complicated for a reason. I say that about yes, politics all the time. That's true. It's to keep you uninterested. Tax code is complicated for a reason, too. Yeah, everything. Like, yeah. I don't trust anything on a piece of paper. I just don't. I was about to say, I, I mean, and, and that's, that's why I call on you because, I mean, I feel like you're just so well-rounded and well-educated on things. I don't know half the things, like tax all that stuff yeah, confuses don't talk me. To me about taxes, yeah, I, I mean, as far as the politics and stuff like that, I'm, I'm even, coming to you about it. Even yeah. with the gun laws, I didn't have an interest really until I started my business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which I'm glad it put me on this path. And mm-hmm. it was at the same time that I was getting into politics. Because my, here's my thing with gun control, too. Like I said, history shows us <clears throat> it's always an attack on black people's right to bear arms. When Nat Turner had the rebellion in Virginia, that was 1834. I always got to talk about Tennessee because that's where we're at. Yeah. Because of that Tennessee change, they did an amendment to their state constitution saying that the right to keep and bear arms not only applied to free men, because that was what the original document in 1794 said, they changed it to only free white men of this state after Nat Turner did what he did in Virginia. Tennessee said, hold the hell up to get them guns away from these Negroes before mm. they rebel on us. You see what I'm saying? That quick. Yeah. Because of something that happened in Virginia, Tennessee lawmakers was like, ooh, we need to change the law. And then the other thing Tennessee did ooh, that's was crazy, it's bro. called the Army and Navy Law. And where race, this goes to classism, mm-hmm. but then it was more poor blacks. But it limited the residents of Tennessee to only a few expensive firearms. So if you didn't have money, the only guns you could get was out of your price range. Mm-hmm. So it's like the lower caliber revolvers. Things that impoverished blacks could afford, you could. That was against the law to have that. Mm. So you had to have a certain amount of money. Only certain guns could be sold. That was right here in Tennessee. And that's what I'm saying. How quickly laws were changing. You think about your legislators, your uh, senators. I think that's like every four years they run your congressman. Every two years, so your legislators are running every two to four years. So. You know, that's why they're constantly running, 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 you know, and pretending, pretending, pretending. But that's why you really can put a fire up under their ass because mm-hmm. they're up for reelection so soon. So once you get one in your pocket, you can keep them there for a minute as long as you can keep them reelected. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. where, like with the Republicans, like I said, I tell everybody this. Yeah, I might be representing the Democratic Party as far as my life, but I don't set claim. It's a lot of things <laughs> I wish gun control yeah. or gun laws was not was nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter which party, you know, but people, they use that to run on. 
Yeah. You know, it'd be the same people it's like saying. like climate change. It's exactly like climate change. Yeah. And then, but they don't even want to abide by the same laws. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't want you to have a gun, but I want to have my yeah. guns all day long. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. like, well, nah, if you're going to have guns, we all going to have it goes guns. goes back right. to the Flando Castile shooting. He lawfully owned a firearm, and nobody who's all for gun rights seems to give two shits that he got killed for lawfully owning a firearm. Because it, it never he was the matters. wrong skin color. Right. It never matters. No he wasn't meant to have killed. that gun. That wasn't for him. That wasn't for That's him. That's why it... Yeah. More than bothers me to hear somebody black go on that side when they're like, you know, well, they shouldn't have ran from the police or they shouldn't have did this. And it's like people have sat in their car and done exactly what they were told, what to, they do was got told to do. And, and not only did he killed. get killed, he got killed in front of his daughter yep. and his gal. And, like and, you, yep. you put two other people and in jail. I have the, the a firearm yeah. on me. Right, I like, lawfully own a firearm. I have my concealed carry permit. And dude permit. was shaky, and it, it just looks so almost like his. And for white people to like, and this is what bothers me. For white people to say that that was a, a a shooting that was supposed to happen or that it was lawful, like it was lawfully. That bothers me so much to the point. It's just like, bro, yeah, like, what, what, what's going? I was gonna say, what's going? What is it going to take when for y'all to get it? When that white girl got killed by that black police officer not too long ago, and they just convicted his ass, yeah, and they, they didn't take yep. no time to convict his yep. ass. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he went home on no and there's vacation very little, or none of that. There's very little information out on that case, by the way. Exactly, but you see how it's quick not, she got handled. The media's handled? not interested yeah. in it. Nobody knows anything. I don't know anything about that. All I know is that a dude with dark skin who happened to be a cop killed some supposedly pretty white woman with blonde hair. Yep. Nobody talks about the details of that case. And mm. you're right. He got convicted quicker than Cosby. And I'm not, <laughs> saying, and I'm not saying he was right, wrong, or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, it's handled different. And right. it's obvious yeah, that it's handled of course. different. You of know, course. but um, another time in history where gun control was uh, after Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and JFK were killed. Because, again, now you got black folks hyped up. They mad. They upset. You done killed our leader. And white, them white, rich white men say, mad like, man, they might get some guns and start mm-hmm. shooting shit up. Mm. You know, because, I mean, think about it. How was Martin Luther King killed? Mm-hmm. With a gun. How was Malcolm X killed? With a gun. How was JFK killed? With a gun. With a gun. So then if I'm mad, how am I might retaliate against your ass? With, with a, a gun. gun. So let me get these guns up out of these mad folks' hands mm-hmm. again. So then you had the Gun Control Act of 1968 kick in. You know, so it's like, so after 67, then 68, so all the, you know, the Black Panther Party, Martin Luther King, all that stuff, assassinations were going at the same time. Yeah. So they like, nah, we don't need black folks having guns. Man, when you look at the timeline, you just see how calculated it is. Mm-hmm. It's like one thing the right. next day. Now, think that's about the it. system. That is, well, this is why, this is why police officers need to realize this kind of thing. When black, when Colin Kaepernick takes a knee, he's not taking a knee against individual cops. He's taking a knee against a system that allows this shit. Yep. Exactly. And he should. Yep. And it's American and patriotic for him to do so. Yep. Stop taking it personal and, and understand history. And when people, and even in the Army, the Navy, whatever, they actually agree with this guy. And there's still Absolutely. white people saying, oh, you better step for that The most American anthem. thing in the world is to be able to peacefully protest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't get the white people who, who are going against the people who are actually fighting for this country who are saying, we actually agree with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, no, still stand for that anthem. It's crazy. And even outside of all of this, and I know the black family is broken you know so you there's not a lot of presence also calculated by the way exactly oh yeah yeah and then if it's not that they're not in the home again they've lost their right to carry a weapon but it's like 
never have I known black people, you know, outside of Nat Turner and that revolt. And I mean, there's plenty of stories of revolts that we haven't heard of, but here recently, I don't know a group of black people that have gotten together and went and shot up white people or shot up police. You know, and what's the crazy thing about it is, I've always said this. It's like black people, we'll do a whole bunch of killing amongst each other, but it's crazy how George Zimmerman is still walking around right now. Exactly. You know, if I if I did something to your cousins or family, I bet there's going to be some retaliation within a exactly. day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But George for- Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin, and he's still walking around scotch-free. I never understood and that. And talking shit. And mm-hmm. talking shit. And doing the same thing over again. He could probably make a diss song about it, and we still wouldn't do shit mm-hmm. far as black people. You know he sold the gun, right? Yeah. 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 For profit. Yeah. 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 Incredible yeah. amount of money. And it's like, disrespectful stuff like that, that it's like, like but, I look at my people that, okay, you, you part of the non-voting crew, and I yeah. respect that, because, you know, I feel like if you got the right to vote, you got the right not to vote. Right. You know what I mean? It's all about your free will. Right. That's a God thing, but everybody don't understand that. Right. But, um, <laughs> you know, but it's the same with gun control. Our gun laws, it's like, I have a right to bear arms. Yeah. That means you have a right not to. So if you don't believe in gun shit, don't buy none. Don't buy none. Then don't, but don't speak up about my right. Right. Don't be putting rules and regulations on my shit. And you can say that about a lot of stuff. Right. And that's if the you, thing. If it's like you're you against don't... abortion, don't get an abortion. Don't yeah. get, bro. Don't do it. Don't do it. Wear simple. protection and don't get an abortion. Oh, like, and exactly. if I you agree. don't like I gay agree. people getting married, if you're a dude, don't marry a dude. This is right. And you, your world's perfect. You just create. You just fixed every problem you ever thought I, you had. You know, and that go back to white people mind they goddamn business, yep. bro. Like, damn, <laughs> mind your fucking business, yep. boy. If you don't want to marry no dude, don't marry no dude. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to own no gun, don't own no gun. Why do we have to have it on a piece <laughs> bro, of paper? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if you don't want to have an abortion, don't have a goddamn abortion. You want to worry about what everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. bro? Take your ass home, <laughs> exactly. bro. Like. Go on somewhere, bro. It's control. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's control, power. yeah. It's, it's and you we know, what? know what's best it, By the way, you. you know what can impoverish somebody quicker than anything? It is an unwanted pregnancy. Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, yeah. Being, being against abortion, It they champion it as this moral stance. But it's actually also a calculated step. If you have people who are uneducated and don't know about sexual health and reproduction and didn't ha- and even if they did they wouldn't have the means <laughs> to provide it for themselves well they're gonna get pregnant because sex is an incredibly natural thing to do and we're all hardwired to do it so yep. to say just abstain is fucking stupid yep. it's like just say no to drugs yeah well we'll see how well that worked thanks nancy reagan um <laughs> so so you're gonna get pregnant and if you don't have the means or the resources to care for that child an abortion is potentially this is your choice of course but reasonably and arguably is mm-hmm. a good option for you. Mm-hmm. But now you can't. So now you've got a, a child you didn't plan for and now you're even more impoverished and mm-hmm. the hole just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Meanwhile, rich white politicians get their side action abortions all the time. Exactly. The ones Scott who are against Jarlay. abortion. That's who we're running, trying to get up out of my crazy. district for Congress. Okay. Um, he and, had his side mistresses and it's all public who, knowledge. Who, who He's a Republican. He's uh, been Congress for District 4 for mm-hmm. too many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's married, but he's, oh, he's, he's got like he. two, yeah, he's I got like she. two of his What's side his pregnant, Scott Desjardins. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they anti-abortion. had abortions. Anti-abortion Yeah, guy. but, they, you know, he's the Republican. They run on this anti-abortion. But a lot of Republicans do that. A lot of church, so-called church people, it's like they criticize it, but they do it. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's what it's like. I don't need you. Are you serious? Man, I'm more than serious. That's what it's like. It's a joke. That's why I'm looking at Tennessee. Why everybody is so hard on Donald Trump. Not that I'm saying don't be. We have, we've been dealing with Donald Trump type politicians already right in our local areas. Mm. This shit ain't new. The the only difference, you're absolutely right. And the only difference is Donald Trump just isn't polished. He's just a mouth breather. He just says it out loud. He just just says it. This is unbelievable right now. He has more attention because it is national. Your little local areas, you know, because our district, District 4, Rutherford County is the biggest, Mm -hmm. most close to something citified in our district. So he's got a lot of rural Grundy County, you know. So Rutherford County is more of a, I guess, a Republican County, I'm oh, guessing. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, at the moment, Tennessee just it, is a Republican bleeding state. red. Okay. But um, but it didn't used to be. That's what's yeah. funny. But, you know, like I said, bump the Republican Democrat because that shit switches. Andrew Jackson started the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest racist mm-hmm. slave trader. Yep. He's, the, he's the trail of tears, y'all, if you right. didn't know. That was his idea. And yeah. He executed the shit out of that right. idea. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he wanted the land. Greed, motherfucker. But anyway... Mm-hmm. And then even the Democratic Party in Tennessee, their biggest fundraiser used to be called Jackson Day. Yeah. And people were like, y'all gonna have to change that name. Like, you know what I mean? But it's funny because Ida B. Wells was a Republican. Yeah. Back then, the it more blacks were Republicans yeah. based on the Republican ideologies, mm-hmm. which would make sense. You know, mm-hmm. Christian values and blah, blah, blah. But and then they flip flop. If you looked up the Democratic um, Convention in 1924, it was a freaking Klan rally. Like Nathan Bedford Forrest, mm-hmm. all them cats was mm-hmm. Democrat. So it's like, you know, miss me with this Democrat, Republican. It just switches however y'all need to switch to get what you want. You mm-hmm. know, you got to stop falling for it. That's why the position I'm in, because it's more focused on who's running, mm-hmm. I have an interest. Ooh, because I'm just about word right yeah, who mm-hmm. are the candidates, who is a person. Because think about it, especially when Trump came into office or when he was running, a lot of Republicans switched sides. When when people start talking about messing with the gay marriages and shit like that, a lot of these white folks' kids are gay, and they want them their pursuit of happiness that is granted to them in the Declaration of Independence. Hey. And and then they switch camps because yeah. oh well, the Democrats is for gay rights, so now I'm gonna be a Democrat. Hey, real quick, talk about I didn't know this. You mentioned this earlier, and I had never known this. What was the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? Yeah, what was, was that originally? It was life, phrased? liberty, and pursuit of property. And that was what it originally stated. That's what it originally originally stated. And think about it, black folks, listeners. We were considered property. So they were yeah. having Europeans, more Europeans. They calling our cars. Y'all come over and get these land and get these Negroes and put them to work and you're going to have wealth. And some of y'all that saying, get over it, slavery. That's how the, the hell you going to yell now. And, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you going to Harvard now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of shit like that. Uh. And we, so it was, it was get this land, get this land. Like, like yeah. it wasn't already people here. That's what, like I said, with Andrew Jackson, this whole trail of tears, they just literally bum rush people off land. And why? Because yeah. they had guns. You can't stop that. Yeah. You cannot stop guns. If enough people, you cannot. If you don't have guns to bust back, you you out of luck. And we talked about that's how they tore down Black Wall Street. Yeah. 
You know what's Gosh, so funny is the, the government uh, drop bombs, drop bombs on, on yeah. right. And, and so I've always said, you know, a lot that. of people want, you know, white America want us to be reminded of 9-11, but you don't want to remind us when of, of the first. Country. It was the first airborne attack ever. ever on this land. You know what's and so it happened silly? right here in our backyard. You, you made the, the point about how you're not able to fight back if one segment has guns and the other doesn't. You know what white people love to pro pro gun white people? One mm. of their biggest arguments is, well, what happens if the government comes for me? How am I going to be able to and fight this back? This was funny. Well, motherfucker, the government doesn't come for you because the government's here for you. It's set up in your favor. They're never going to come for you. But they have come for black folks repeatedly and over and over again. Yeah, that's and true. So, so I've that's always true. hated that argument for white people. The the well, what if the government comes for me? How am I going to fight back? Well, yeah. White people make that argument. I'm like, you are you need tinfoil on your head immediately because stand, you're ridiculous. That's actually a good argument for you folks. I stay out in the rural areas where they are. They're gearing up. They got good. You would think their houses are gun shops. Like they're ready for the zombie apocalypse. You know, know. they're ready for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's like, but I'm, I'm looking at black folks like, man, you're crazy if you don't have a gun. I'll, I'll say you're crazy. Yeah. And I'm not talking about guns. And you know, guns getting all man. And, I put it to where there's no guarantee that an armed citizen will survive an armed attack, but there yeah. is guarantee that an unarmed citizen yeah. will probably not. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, can you go into, uh, you know, when you talked about the disarmament of black men, where, oh, yeah, where, yeah. where uh, you know, some of the black black men fill up, the, you know, the jail population, things like right. that. We we make uh, up over 50 yep. percent of the jail uh, prison population right. and have for the last 150 years. It ain't changed. And the men have, you know, got to so take care of the family. Your, right. So you lose your right mm-hmm. to to bear arms. You know, or you got to go through some crazy process to get that right back. Now, let's think of let's fast forward it to right now where a lot of people are in prison for what we charges. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, even if it's cocaine or dope charges, why can't he have a gun? Especially right. after he served his time. Right. Got, what does what that they have to do? do? It's not like did he, yeah. did he didn't arm rob somebody or right. something like that. You know, showed it with a gun. He's irresponsible and he tries to kill people, take things, whatever. Yeah. He sold some drugs or he got caught with some drugs. Like, and then he served his time. Now you telling me my boy can't have a pistol? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a right to protect himself or his family. And so I'm calling all black women. And white women is black with black men, Mexicans, whoever, because all y'all with them. <laughs> for another day. <laughs> I need y'all's help, too, because yeah. my son is a black man. I can't control who he mm-hmm. dates. You know, at the end of the day, so if he end yep. up with some other than somebody look like me, yep. she better have his back. Exactly. Um, and we're going to have to get our guns, man, yeah. gonna, and get them legit, especially if your man is a felon or ex-felon. Yep. I even hate saying that word because you served your time. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just a citizen, man. Right. You, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. for, you know, wordplay. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but serving your time doesn't mean anything because you still have to petition to get your rights back. Exactly. That's so what, what, just like, what's the point in all this then? Yeah. Well, some of us have to petition to get our rights back. The rest <laughs> of the other people can pay to have that shit because they got the money to do it. Yeah. You know? Or they got the lawyers to make it happen. Right. But and, and yeah, women, what, we have to we have to exercise our right to bear arms when we're in those situations as a black community where our man cannot but i say that the man and the woman um not only i'm not just saying go get a gun you know because i'm i got i'm all about gun safety being a responsible Mm -hmm. gun owner you Mm -hmm. know what i mean because people say bullets don't have names on them shit 
Whoever <laughs> owned that gun and that bullet came out that gun, your name is on that on bullet. That, mm-hmm. Wherever it land is your responsibility. Gotcha. So bullets do have names on them. Mm, that's real. <laughs> You know, so yeah, gun real. responsibility is with my business, a real self-defense. We want to teach yeah. you. So if your man or your woman, you know, some brothers that take on the felon sisters too, the ex-felons, yeah, you know, right. Also right. Yeah. maybe you ain't as bad it, but take MMA, you know, as a family to be able to com- arm combatives. Yeah. You know what I mean? I she told shooting you, I'm, a pistol, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into man, it, you know, I'm trying to. <laughs> she's shooting a pistol, you got him in a real naked chokehold, you yeah. know. Okay, Natural Born Killers, that's where I got my pit bull from. Get you a guard dog, you know. Yeah. Hey, he always tell me, to, hey, intruder come, <laughs> you're there to back the dog up. Right, <laughs> Let right. the dog handle the Let intruder the, and you got the pistol. Yeah. If he get past the dog, if then you, I got to shoot you. Gotcha. You know, yeah. There's options. Yeah. We just gotta be creative, as we always yeah. have to. But black people, we gotta learn how to kick ass again. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we gotta learn how to kick ass again because <laughs> mm-hmm. they out here training judo, jujitsu. You know, kickboxing, whatever. And it's crazy and, how you know white people they train their kids early how to use yeah, guns. Yeah, but we, but we all use, should. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, you know, it, it is natural. Have though. you seen the guy on? Uh, um, He's on. He's big on social media. Got the tattoos on his face, red dreads. He teaches his kids. Nah, no, I'm playing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell no. Let's never mention his name on this podcast ever again. Okay. <laughs> no. Just sound like a clown. I knew. No, this guy. Oh no, he's actually a good guy. I forgot his name. I think his name like Derek or something like that. But this guy, he has like a, an in-home banking system. He teaches his his kids mm, like I all the amendments. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And his kids are like probably like five to eight years old. Mm-hmm. And he, you know he blindfolds them and he teaches them how to like load the guns mm-hmm. up and everything like that yep. and, and but he got like destroyed by the white community yep. about how he was teaching his kids how to use guns but he posted a video of there was like this Man. whole family of like 13 white people and once it was young white kids stuff like that like using AKs and everything and under the comments it was like white people were like yeah America America like I'm like well bro think, what the fuck now, think about it like this though think we're gonna put media into play here yeah. what's the image that they've always given us we savages we killers yeah, we thugs yeah. we, we, we kill each other all the <laughs> yeah. time so if oh, I don't yeah. give a damn about killing <laughs> your black ass then white folks like shit ain't gonna give a damn about shooting my <laughs> white ass you know what I mean so it's like we we have this image that's attached to us. So that's what they use, though, back when um, uh, opiates and all that, the liquid form, you know, yeah. Sears Roebuck, you mm-hmm. could order it straight off there, the needle and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what shots, taking shots came from, because you go to the, the medicine counter at the pharmacy and take your shot of, you know, you know liquid that. cocaine, wow. mm-hmm. you know, to heal your cough and Damn. all that. Yeah, that and was that, the bar. Yeah, was Coke. The pharmacy. Wow. Yeah, Coke. You take your shot of Coke, Coca-Cola cocaine. actually had cocaine in yeah. it. Yeah. Back in the day. So that so war on drugs, man. So what they what they did then? So this, <laughs> this was crazy. all legal, right? But then the this Chinamen out in California, they was banned and making laws where, like how I have my hair now, the yeah. side shaved and just looks nice. You by know the way, that, yeah, thank look, you, thank look, you. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Moorehead on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Even though y'all can't see me, just trust me, look good. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, they like put uh, laws out that they couldn't even wear their hair like that, shaved, you know, with just the one ponytail. And, and that when they was, was this? 
this was back in the day with in Cali uh, oh, when okay. the drug opiates was yeah, you know okay, hot wow, opium okay, yeah. and all that was hot but they was like that was the Chinaman's drug you know what I mean so they was yeah. saying that the Chinaman was using that to seduce white women that was what they put out on the street to what? make it legal so then it was legal to look like them you better not get caught with none of that. So then it went over to black people. It was like black people couldn't have access to marijuana and all that opium because the police were saying they become these big, strong, you know, kind of like <laughs> X-Men. And, you know, we have to shoot them to control them if they're on uh, that. So black people can't, you know, have access to that. So then only white people get the drugs. So God. it's funny, the opiate, not Damn. funny, and I'm laughing at y'all, but the opiate crisis now, all this shit is just history repeating itself. Mm. It's just history. But the whole, to me, and I don't know what y'all think of white world, but the zombie apocalypse, that's these meth that's head it. ass yeah. white folks out here. <laughs> yeah. And you better, because think about it, man, a meth heads, you got to be crazy. You snorting rat poison and bleach mm-hmm. and all kinds Bass of stuff. You want to talk that. about mental illness shit. Go collect their asses up. <laughs> yeah. What scares me about them and that problem is the fact that they do that shit in hotels, apartment buildings, and you just blow some shit up, mm-hmm. and now how many people are going to be affected mm-hmm. because of your crazy-ass addiction? Now, the police want something to do with their damn self and want some target practice. I ain't saying go out here and shoot these meth heads, but I'm saying that's more threatening to society than a damn running a stop sign and getting out and running because I think the police going to shoot me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or weed, for instance. Man, don't even get me started on I weed. Know. That's my other reason I'm in politics. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to a training for that. We we got to get hey, uh, hey. marijuana legalized. Hey, in but that's, go. gonna, that's the solution, though, yeah. to um, uh, criminal reform, getting my people out of jail. So if they, know, if they, them if they legalize jail. it, when you're applying for a job, would they not have to, like, drug tissue? It depends. going to be laws that come with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think in a lot of legal states now, they're trying to say if you got a dispensary card or whatever, that now they don't want you to be able to get a gun yeah. license. Yeah. So it's like, you know That's what I mean? It's like, right. Yeah. It's like, they're going to try to catch us one way. But I'm yeah. looking at the marijuana politic-wise is um, for education Medicaid, you know, Mm -hmm. all the taxes that will be brought in Mm -hmm. from that revenue will solve a lot of the issues and problems that we say we have in Tennessee. They're already growing the shit out here. And I'm talking about legally, Mm -hmm. you know, that little hemp shop set up in Shelbyville. Like they're popping up cannabis. So all that stuff's already being farmed. So how do we get in on it? They got a like little CBD oil out in uh, some of these. But I'm trying to figure out too. The issue is farming hemp right now. Exactly. We've been farming it since... There was an article I had in the newspaper, like since World War One, we were mm. actually giving government stipends to grow weed because yeah. they needed the fiber. So really, yeah, Tennessee's been ben. on the front end for years. So it's like, man, if we can get you know Carl Dean, who's running for governor against Bill Lee, Bill Lee is like, no, <laughs> no marijuana, no medical, no recreation, sure. none of that. <laughs> Carl Dean is like okay with the medical side and uh, with the recreational side. But if we can at least start with the medical, then Mm -hmm. it's a closer step to Mm -hmm. getting the recreational. And I mean, everybody be running around here happy. I'm telling you, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And you have tons of tax dollars to do amazing things with. Exactly, to do amazing things with. And then we could push the bills to get our brothers that's locked up because of them goofy weed charges out. And and expungements on yeah. records for folks that already did the time, and yeah. then we won't be getting locked up yeah. for that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's like yeah. a, a, I see the win for the black community and the whole state of Tennessee. Yeah. And when I can win for both, that's the you know that works. And you know for what? Me. What you said just to get white people on board. 
what you said a little bit ago about how, you know, things are becoming, because there's race and there's also class. Mm-hmm. And class sometimes outdoes race mm-hmm. when it comes to inequality. We know black folks turn real white when they get some money. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you were talking about how real people can't white. afford Nashville anymore. So they may right. end up in these outskirt exactly. rural areas. Well, that's absolutely true. And if you're a poor white person, a lot of what we're talking about applies to you because of it class. Does. Now, the color of your skin has nothing to do with it, never will and never has. But class is a real thing, too. And this applies to you. This is why you need to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to care and you need to pay attention if for no other reason than just selfishly. Mm-hmm. Like, just care about yourself. Mm-hmm. Vote, vote in your best interest. Stop exactly. shooting yourself in the foot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Man, if you... If you- Strip away the illusion of this Republican Democrat mm-hmm. and say, yeah, what, "This was right, good for my community." Right. Yeah. You know how does this benefit us? I'm so tired of black people just saying I'm voting Democrat. You, you know, know you they know don't how, know that how much uh, the Clintons has shot yeah. us in the foot. Yeah, Man. and but just the fact that we're Democrats that yeah. we voted for them. Do you know how functional society would be if we put money where it mattered? If we paid for education and healthcare hey, and medicine oh, and mental health care, yeah, why, and we paid for all these how, things and gave every, got everybody out of their hole because there's plenty of money to do it. Right. There's plenty of money to do all these things. Right. And everybody had an equal chance at learning and an exactly. equal chance at employment and an equal yep. chance at earning money legally and an equal chance at being healthy. The whole world would change. Yep. But we can't do it because people are fucking greedy and they need 37 Yeah, because I was going to ask you, like, how is the land of free, but... Healthcare is not free. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because socialism is evil. But like we said in a previous but episode, socialism is already here. I'm so I'm I'm a model of socialism. Right. If you call nine one one, you get me for free. That's yep. socialism. It's already here. You have so many other countries who tuition is free, college is free, uh, healthcare yeah. is free. Mm-hmm. All these things are free, but we're so called the land of the free. And but if, yeah. nothing's free. No. Nothing. But it's no, calculated. It would, you know why? Because of everything we've just talked about. Mm-hmm. This country was founded on the belief that we could own people. We left England because we couldn't own people anymore. So we came to a place wow. where we could own people. We decimated the people who were here. I really hope and that one white guy to on Facebook listens to, to this podcast people. episode and he knows who he is. And we fought to continue to own people, and we continue to do so. That's that's why we're not the land of the free, because that is our ideal, and it yeah. always has been. And when Donald Trump says, make America great again, that's what he wants to go back to, is oh, yeah. when this was okay. Yeah. When I hear land of the free, I think it's of land of free labor, land of oh, free. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't take that as a compliment. No. Like, I don't look at it as free as in freedom. Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at it free like, yeah, y'all got all this shit for free. You came over and here. You know, some voted. people don't believe that America was built on violence, rape. They don't have they don't, to believe they it. Don't believe you know it. what Erica Badu said? What's that? Truth don't need belief. Right. <laughs> There's objective truth. <laughs> right. So objective whatever truth. the truth is, just is. I just listened you know, to a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson last night. There is objective truth, and that is something that is true regardless of what you think. Yeah. And then there's personal truth. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And this is America, and you yeah. can have personal truth. You can believe in whatever the hell you want, and that's fine. But the second you impose your personal beliefs on me, there's a problem. Yeah. That's... That's where the issue lies. That's why you have to have things like the separation of church and state. Yeah. You can believe whatever religion you want, and you if should you have every freedom to. to do so. But don't make me. Don't and make don't me. don't make bro. a government yeah. that's supposed, to, bro, it's supposed to govern all these different types See, of Blue people. See, Blue don't think he's supposed to be a preacher, but I believe he's supposed to be a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call him an evangelist until yeah. he accepts his calling. Yeah, yeah, until he accepts his calling. He's an atheist, though, so... Hey, they still got caught. I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Truth is truth, truth man. Is, exactly. It's, it's no, I know. There's no religion he behind to, it. He, he needed to write a book or start him a little cold or something. 
I'll join it. Look, and then they gonna say, there go, there go the white man, got the black people following him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm stop on goddamn coat, then you're right. Right. You join our coat. If I join coat, I'll start mine. Equal opportunity, see? So I'm talking about that. That's love. See, black people and white people can have coats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But just don't go Charles Manson on me and tell people to kill other people and stuff like that. That's that. why you need uh, guns, man. It's people like yeah, that right. out here. Right. Like the folks they ran up on. I watch it. I watch a lot of documentaries, especially <laughs> the crazy folks. You got to study your enemy. And man. anybody who just down for inhumane shit is yes. my enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't, they don't care there what color you are. There is a documentary on Netflix called I Am a Killer. Yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen that? Bro, like you Bro. said, like well, for folks like that, you got to have guns. Man, you man. better have a strap because you're not. <laughs> you're not. No. Can't man, nah, I'm not trying to get yeah. that close. You just can't beat their ass. Nah. You got to shoot their ass. And then the way a lot of his people, when they went to that mansion and slaughtered everybody, was right. with knives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a knife is personal, but that yeah. means you got to be close to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. If I got that gun, I can keep you up off of me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, That's and, why war's gotten so ugly is because killing is just so, it's a video game now. It is. Yeah. Killing it is. is really hard to do when you're face-to-face with that person and you it, watch them take their last breath. If you're up man. in an airplane 20,000 feet above them and you drop a bomb and fly right, away. You never see jack shit. It's right. so simple. Right. You don't even know you've done anything. You ever anything. killed anybody? No. No. Me neither. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. But you speaking of that, I've heard people that have, you know, talk about taking that yeah. life. But even just shooting a gun, well, especially when it's not something you, I mean, like, yeah. and that's what with women, yeah. um, I mean, even men, but I would encourage you because, uh, like, the chick I train up under, shout out to Tig. Um, mm-hmm. she's triggerhappypanda.com y'all check her out <laughs> you know she just does it for women yeah. and it's a great experience because um, a lot of the complaints are when they go with their boyfriend or their mm-hmm. dads their husbands whoever this guy friend the guys are just ready to shoot and go but you know that's an emotional moment for yeah. us because we yeah. understand not that y'all don't but this takes lives you know what I mean this could kill mm-hmm. somebody I can no, accidentally shoot there's myself there's a difference between there's men a- and women women are better than men yeah. I'm here to tell you I'm, I, for what I, I do for a living, women are better. That's <laughs> mm. why. That's why you know we're talking about racial inequality, where there's sex inequality too, and white straight men have ruled forever, and that is problematic. We haven't done a good job. Mm-hmm. We've done a terrible job. We more voices need to be heard, and that's why people like you are so important. And I love what you're doing. Um, men, men are terrible. That's what the prisons are filled <laughs> with men. Yeah. We uh, our prefrontal cortex is too big, and the rest of the brain's too small, <laughs> and we can't control our emotions. We're just we're we're flawed. We're problematic. Right. Women are way more rational. They're way way more nurturing, and this is just biological. Right. We, the the human species would go extinct if women weren't nurturing. Because guess what? Nine months of pregnancy is some tough shit. Mm. Guys wouldn't do it. Yeah. I have a cold. I'm out for three weeks. Yep. I couldn't carry a baby nine nine months in my body and then push it out. I couldn't do it. Women yeah. can. When I have a hangover, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I can't even. I can't even and, and it. So, a society run by a bunch, a bunch of nurturing, caring, empathetic people. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Why in the world aren't there more women in politics? What, yeah. what the fuck? Well, I, and I'm happy that we got a black woman in politics right now. You know what I'm saying? Especially for Tennessee, doing Tennessee. A, yeah, doing such a great job. Tennessee at it. needs some work. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's a slow state. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It's, it's it needs to speed state. up. It, it, it's, there's a lot we're missing out on, but it's because 
back to your point with the not just white males, it's old white men. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's that time for generational change. It's mm-hmm. beyond. It's overdue. And I overdue. have always been saying on this podcast that the uh, Constitution needs to be updated. I but I think it's that. like either the Constitution, now I might be lying, I'm partially lying if I am. Because I mean well. <laughs> it's, it's one, I think the Constitution, I think legally you can revise it. Mm-hmm. Like well, that is something that, that can happen. It, right? yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, but people, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just like things we don't know that we can do. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm still, just, I just don't believe no piece of paper that got white folks' names on it and claiming they're going <laughs> to abide by this shit. Because <laughs> what treaty have y'all ever you know, uphill. You know, and I just mm. take back to Andrew Jackson's punk ass. Like, he just came and bucked the whole system. And that's why it's just funny to me why everybody think, like, the Democratic Party is this party for everyone. It's like, man, oh, Andrew okay. Jackson himself, like, created that party to fuck everyone. <laughs> you know, but the white man. Right. You know, why he was yeah. in there. And it's, so it's like, once you start, you, that's why history is important mm. in the true history mm-hmm. is important because and edu- education what you're basically yeah, saying is education it's, it's super important patterns because it, it's it's re, we're revisiting it mm-hmm. you know what i mean so okay well where did we mess up before like i said they want you to think civil rights like i think what uh, colin kaepernick started and all that i think that's great for peaceful protests or whatever but it's like okay but at what point and I don't feel weird saying this in front of police, but it, my mind is like, you know, the police in here, we finna say this. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> but what what is next? Like, the police just keep killing black folks. How are we supposed to respond to that? Yeah. And I don't want to hear this legislation shit because, right. like I said, it's whoever has the most money is going to push the most bills. Yeah. Right. And we ain't got the money. Yeah. yeah. And then we can't, even when the bills get pushed and stuff, like I said, there are laws in place now that say, no, he should be considered a murderer right now, mm-hmm. not a feared for his life ass victim mm-hmm. you know you're a grown ass man i'm sorry i'm finna get just on I, I mean, the podcast. Just, I mean, how do you yeah, as fine. a grown man yeah. especially with killing these kids mm-hmm. and especially you call yourself in law enforcement yeah. you know what i mean so you've had allegedly some training you know what i mean you're supposed to yeah. have some kind of rationale and for the one that just got you know convicted or whatever and i want to yeah. see what kind of time they give his ass that's what's yeah, gonna that matter you know, is just the hu- the human part of you. Yeah. Like, how as a grown-ass man do you shoot into a car? Talking about, well, I didn't know the age or the race. Right, you didn't know nothing. I felt like that with George Zimmerman. How that's do you walk up on a little-ass kid? You know what? And I, and I feel like but that's that. a good point, though. Like, take the shooting you just referenced, Roy Oliver. Uh, he shot into a car. He didn't know who was in the car. Yeah. What, what's, the, what's the threat? Exactly. What's the threat? What's the threat? Yeah. It's a car rolling. Yep. And and we already know he lied. So we already know that he lied about the vehicle driving towards his partner because the partner said, no, it didn't. And the video shows, no, it didn't. Right. So that wasn't the case. So what was his mentality? Why are you shooting? In, what, 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 did you, what, what, what do you shoot? You, you, know you know what it is? It's training. He was trained a certain way. But, and this is where police culture and things need to change. The training needs to change. The training, this is why police officers get so offended when we when people start having these conversations. They're like, well, it's lawful. It was justified. I get that, but that doesn't mean it was okay. There's right. a problem with the way we're trained, and there's a problem with the, the, the use of force and the way we've been taught is a lawful or not a lawful way to take someone's life. It's wrong. And because case law developed in a time when the regular people couldn't see it, mm-hmm. it, it happened. But mm-hmm. now we all have video cameras. Mm-hmm. And... 
everybody sees it and everybody's like, no, this is wrong. And they're right. It is wrong. Right. You shooting somebody in the I've head. Had, I've had four, <laughs> I've had four instances where I could have lawfully killed somebody and I didn't do it, but that's because I'm reasonable. And mm-hmm. that's because I come at this from a genuine good place. You have a reverence for life. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm here to tell you, not all cops do. Right. Not, you know, we were talking about if we would just allocate money appropriately, this would be such a livable, wonderful society because everybody would just be equal and we'd have everything we need. Well, that goes for policing, too. One of the reasons policing's flawed is because it's through tax dollars and there's not enough mm-hmm. money. And right. so you can hire – you can't right. hire decent candidates most mm. of the time. Right. The departments I've worked for have more money than m- most others, and mm-hmm. so I've worked with better people than not. But you take a, a rural county, for instance, with no funding, those cops are going to be shit. I'm here to mm-hmm. tell you because that's what money buys. Mm-hmm. You get what you pay for. Right. If you're going to pay somebody $20,000 a year to get spit on and put their life in danger, exactly. you're going to get shitty candidates who don't think and don't know things yep. and can't read a situation and can't. They're you're just, just going to get shit. Have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. They're just happy and, to have a gun and power because they never have before. And I, exactly. and, I, and I say this, too. If the stand your ground thing was like a real law, then it should have worked in the favor for Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin because right. he was the one who was defending himself. Yeah, he was himself. the one getting threatened. Exactly. Yeah, he was the one getting He's the threatened. one who should have stood his ground. I, you know, and so. But that's what I'm saying. If he was right, he didn't have a gun. It would be different. But I watched a YouTube video where these groups. They got a special on BET going on right now. I haven't caught it yet. Man, I can't watch all of it like i could maybe stomach like 15 minutes mm. and then i get pissed off Damn. all over again like it's, it's hard to watch trayvon, uh, trayvon martin, martin. Oh, it's on, i need it, to see it it, it, it comes yeah. on bet but i haven't it's caught it like, yet so it's i know it's like on episode four yeah. see that one or six or something it's it's hard to watch that one because zimmerman's just an asshole and we know that like that one's less interesting to me because zimmerman's not an interesting character there's nothing to fix there he's a fucking flawed human being and he always will be the ones that interest me are police related because that is something we can fix. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. problematic and fixable. Mm-hmm. George Zimmerman is just a fuck. Right. And the world would be better without him. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, eh, yeah, some people are flawed. Some people yeah. are pieces of shit. He's one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course he did this terrible thing. He's a prick. Right. You yeah. know? Maybe he's mentally ill. <laughs> he's gotta be. He gotta be. He right? gotta be. I mean, just I mean, the tech. You know, Trayvon was what, 16, 17? 17. To attack. Uh, 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 yeah, a man. That's. <laughs> That's the part I just, it's like, I just, you know what I'm saying? He, he walking, walking from the store with some Skittles and, and iced tea. And that's what makes it scary. And it's yeah. funny because, because I am so passionate and vocal about how I feel about sins against my people. Right. You know, people always say, especially black people, you, you the last person that need a gun. Right. You know, and it's like, even stuff like that, we got to stop. I'm not a hot, the more, actually, the more I started learning the mixed martial arts and dealing with guns, mm-hmm. I've calmed down a mm-hmm. lot. Because you have confidence. Yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, a gun yeah. will give you confidence. And I'm yeah. not talking about because you just, and even just knowing you mm-hmm. can protect yourself, mm-hmm. whether gun or not. When I started learning my moves, mm-hmm. it's like I didn't it's I don't like feel the need to. Yeah, yeah, but I don't even feel the need to defend myself. Somebody get wrong with me mm-hmm. or whatever. I can walk away. Well, you can walk mm-hmm. away because you know, I know, I, you know why. Yeah. That's an excellent point. <laughs> and do you know why? That you're able, because you do have a power. I'm here to tell you, when you learn firearms and fighting, you mm-hmm. have a power that other people don't have. Mm-hmm. If you do if you do six months of jujitsu, you can take just about everybody who you're ever going to encounter, unless that person mm-hmm. happens to have more jujitsu training. Right. Or they're just exactly. massively they large and strong you. or whatever. But, so you have a power. You've, you've taken it upon yourself to teach yourself these things, and you have an advantage over the average person now. Mm-hmm. And what did you just say? You said that makes you more calm. 
and more at ease and mm-hmm. less violent. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you're well-intentioned. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're not an asshole. And you didn't yep. do those for bad motives. Exactly. You did that for pure, good, honest, safe yep. reasons. And so that's that's the exact counterpoint to George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman's a fucking turd. Yep. Trump is a turd. He is power hungry. He uses his. So yeah. if you want to know who somebody is, give them a little bit of power and see how uh-huh. they act. Yeah. That's why it is fair to say a lot of cops are assholes because they have a little bit of power and look at how they act. Mm-hmm. Mm. You got a little bit of power and all it did was chill you out. And I, yeah. well-intentioned, yep. well-thought-out, intelligent, and and smart. Mm-hmm. Wow. You are speaking so I, the word today. But I'm going to tell the, as he referred to, the average person or the untrained person. Yeah. If you out here talking shit to somebody <laughs> and they say, please don't make me have to defend myself, walk, walk away. away. That <laughs> means they know something that they could fold your ass up probably less than 10 right. seconds and you don't want them problems. So if anybody yeah, says, up. and even on, it's this insurance um, that comes with, you can get, like I'm training, I want to be a firearms instructor. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of steps to that. So I do have my range safety officer certification so right. I can teach gun safety yep. and help out of range. But with that, um, my guy that's helping me show me his insurance that he has, and I think he has like a million-dollar policy on him. So if he does shoot somebody mm-hmm. or kill somebody, he calls and these lawyers show up. Mm-hmm. And they handle everything, you know what I mean? You don't Mm. talk, you don't say nothing. They handle everything. But the little card tells you, like, what to say, what to do first, you know, call 911 or ambulance if they need it. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, call this 800 number and then don't say shit, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, but it's even that. I'm like, I don't have that insurance yet, but I would feel better Mm -hmm. if I was in a situation. I ended up having to shoot somebody. Then at least I know I got but, some people that do know and understand the law yeah. and do can talk to the police. Like I don't even have to talk to police. Police come talking to me with your little insurance. You be like, look, I'll sue the fucking state mm-hmm. and the city with your ass right yeah. now. Wait, my lawyer's yeah. got it. Right. So yeah. it's like you got to know what comes with. Like I said, it's about I tell this about voters and I'm going to say about gun. Owners, it's about being responsible. Mm-hmm. You know, we need responsible gun owners. People say. They think, oh, we need to, you know, be stricter gun laws or stop people from getting them. No, nah, a lot of these cats is going to school and shooting shit up. And if they're getting it from their house, their parents or whatever, then that has to do with, you know, gun ownership. And are you responsible? Like I said, that bullet does have a name on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that gun is registered in your name. That's your gun. Whatever happens with that gun outside of your hands is still on you, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to treat it. So, so there is, and there should be legislation passed that literally makes that the case. Yeah. Just I'm, like, kinda, I, I'm iffy about that. Like, I know if I have my locked up, but it's like, well, man. but you know, your the chances, anything's possible, but right. the chance that I'm going to misplace a gun, me, True. it's not going to, I'm here to tell you it's not happening. I will not misplace my gun. Right. I know where every gun that I own is at every moment of every day. And you have and to I'm have that And I'm never, mentality. ever, ever unaware of where it's at, ever. I'm never going to misplace my gun, ever. It's. I can promise you. I'll just say it right now. If I'll just know. It'll never happen. I don't lose anything. That's just my personality. But yeah. especially a fucking but gun. But that's, yeah. And yeah. you have to have it secure. You have children in the house, mm-hmm. especially, I'm going to say especially teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm going to really touch on with my gun safety. I want to focus on children and, and when, do you, when do you think you'll be able to start your classes um tortoisewind.com okay yeah. <laughs> for looking I'm up signing on Instagram up. Are you? yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. but for, nice. for the yeah. gun safety you know I want to work with the kids because um 
There's plenty of times. I, I got a wife now, man. I got yeah. a baby to defend. No, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's responsible. <laughs> the man going to protect his right. own. <laughs> but um, I grew up on the east side of Tacoma during yep. gang-banging season. Yeah. And, you know, we ended up a lot of times, unfortunately, in situations where somebody had a gun. Mm-hmm. Wasn't supposed to. You know, your parents tell you, so you in a death situation, you leave. Your kids are not leaving. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. They're not leaving that situation. What I want to teach them is, how do you play along? Then, ooh, let me see it. And now you know how to disarm mm-hmm. this gun, make sure ain't one in the chamber. Like, that's what I want to teach kids to know how to take this gun apart. Mm-hmm. Take it apart and press him with that and then leave something out so he can't mm-hmm. even put it back together. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So now there is no situation. And you here. know all of that? Yeah. Damn. I couldn't be a rain safety officer if I didn't. Hey. And it's really not hard, how, though. I was going to say, how long, did, yeah, it's how long was the process for um, you? Well, that was a class I took. It was like four hours long. Wow. Um, but I was going to the range before that and gotcha. already learning about it. And then when I got my I'm certification. Excited. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. but it was cool. Like, it was cool. My guy, shout out to Carlos Cummins down yeah. in uh, Florida. That's who I'm under. Yeah, I saw you art. down there. Yeah. yeah, and when he broke it down and didn't even showing you the spring, like the two main things that make this thing work. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and it's so simple. Yeah. Tuan, you know I mean, it's so simple. Because is a gun guy. Yeah, and it's just not a lot to it. And it's actually fun to learn. It's interesting to learn. Um, and it, like I said, it builds that confidence. Yeah. You, know? you know, going to the range, and I'm a pretty good shot. I'm going to put hey. that out there. Most women are, actually. Yeah, because they don't manhandle the gun like dumb uh, yeah. oafish yeah. men do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Guys I, pull the I, trigger and their whole hand just crushes it, and yeah. the gun flops all over the place. Women are just like, pew, pew. but it's this, this guy. Yeah, but he, this one guy, he showed me the trigger. He was like, just talk it. Like I talk myself through it, like uh, on the nines, you know, the little safety on the yeah, trigger, yeah, yeah. the clock or something. And so he's like, you know, the uh, slack. Yeah, and he's like, but he was like, just instead of pulling it so fast, I was talking myself, so I'm like, front alignment, front, I'm getting my aim, and then I'm like, pull, pull, pull. And you know what it helped? My recall. Because I was always waiting for the recall, but now I'm talking through it. But he said, your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. So if you're talking yourself through when you're saying front of like you're looking for the target, your brain's looking for the target. Now I'm ready to shoot, shoot, shoot. Well, the gun firing should be a surprise. Mm-hmm. The gun actually going off should be it. You shouldn't know. And you, with practice, it gets quicker and quicker and quicker. But if you anticipate the gun going off, you're going to miss. Yes. Because you're, gonna, you're anticipating it going off. anticipation, yep. But with, what gun were you shooting? This was a Glock. Yeah, so it's the, got the, yeah. the slack and the trigger. Yeah. So you take the slack like out, that. and then you just do constant <laughs> right. pressure yeah. until it goes boom. And you shouldn't know when it goes boom. Yeah, my recommendation, ladies, or anybody first time, don't, uh-uh, safety on the side. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to Glock? me, because isn't that how Plaxico... Messed himself up, well, and yeah. then you're in New York. And please know your yeah, state from state, state laws. Because no please know what states you can carry your weapon with your into that because New York is not a Who state was it they got with. in trouble for? Plastico. Yeah, was it Plastico? He How went to jail. Uh, after shooting pers- himself. Yeah, he shot, yeah, himself. shot himself. Because Damn, New York, that show was him. Damn. Because in New York, the gun law is like, yeah. you better not touch, touch a pistol in New York right. if you didn't get a permit from mm-hmm. them. Like, you yeah. better not, you damn sure better not bring one there. Like, you can't do nothing. Don't touch it, don't shoot it, nothing. How did, you he, didn't get how, it through how did he accidentally shoot himself? I well, he had it in his pocket. I think he jumped up or yeah, something, but they're saying that it was a Glock and that his string on his pants really? pulled oh. or something like yep. that. Hmm. And that's why I'm like, I don't yep. like those triggers. So, yep. but ladies, too, another thing back to the women in the farms that um, my homegirl, Marcelle Teague, teaches us is that 
to pick out your own gun. Mm-hmm. You know, your man, like somebody bought me my first gun. And it's cool, but once I started picking up other guns and stuff, yeah. I was like, ooh, I would have got this instead. Right. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And because you need to work with what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, not what your boyfriend thinks is cool or what he thinks going to fit your hand. You know, and it's... it's Women, I, just stop listening to men altogether. <laughs> <laughs> just, we don't have anything good to tell you. Bro, You're look, smarter I'm, than us I, anyway. I, I'm on the market. I'm trying to tell the people. <laughs> I'm on the market. Y'all know I'm hashtag if you're trying to holler. So hey, uh, hey, I'm listening to the men. Hey. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going hey, hey. to wait till after we get married. <laughs> then right. I'm going to switch you don't know shit be quiet (laughs) I thought I was the man so there there it is tortoise is on the market if you guys are looking looking for that's right buy my book first though it's gonna tell you right that and it's gonna tell you a lot about me you might not want these problems (laughs) it's a lot come with this and like I tell people now I mean, if you a dude trying to holler at me now, like, you should probably be trained in mixed martial arts and know something about guns because you do not want to get in an argument with me and not know the I things. wouldn't. I mean, not that I'm going to shoot nobody, but I might I'm just, rare, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I'm try to even, like, to choke your ass. Yeah, like, I wouldn't get, you know, you know, when arguments get a little hostile, you know, I wouldn't want to get into it with you. I just feel like my wrist would get broken or something like that. Well, and just, just to... Practice makes perfect. Yeah, well, like, mixed martial arts is good some, to know, too, because that actually prevents shootings. Yeah. If you're confident hand to hand, then you and don't I'm going to be learning oh, yeah. that disarming. Yeah. I mean, and I'm bringing my guys down here to do workshops, so I'll keep everyone posted on that. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll that's practice. That's why I want to. I want to be able to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I want to learn. Because I have her. a guy. He does security, but he does unarmed because mm-hmm. he's so cold in the mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. But then he called me like, "I want you to teach me the guns," and I'm like, "Me?" <laughs> you know. So it's it's a lot of people though that I would have thought would. You know, be familiar mm-hmm. with guns. I have, and they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm telling you, black community, man, we got to step it up. Not on some because we're finna go to war with white people or we right, got nothing right. like that. It's just, you know, it's just protection. You don't, you never know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You never know. Yeah. When we, Memphis, I live in Memphis, you live yeah. in, you know, home invasions yeah, was nothing. You. Not that I'm out here selling drugs or doing anything big, but. Ladies, you know sometimes to go to Memphis well, I'm, gonna, trying, I'm trying to let as, them know. As a, no, I, and I retired wrong, Memphis. I feel like preview, I did time in Memphis. We're going to take the show to Memphis. We're going to do a yeah, show gonna from, take, from Black take, Haven. Yeah, we're going to go to Black Haven. Okay. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, gonna... That used to be strip club... Uh, man, we're going to shoot a show out there, probably go to a Grizzly game or something like that. That would Yeah, I sent them a couple of videos. fall. Uh, it was a, it was a, well, it was a, it was a fight that happened in Whitehaven High School. Yeah. And then there was like, well, like an argument that died his yeah. chicken that was yeah. on Elvis Presley. <laughs> so I was just showing him some video. I was like, are you I ready just, for this? Man, <laughs> I just seen this brawl on Bill Street. This oh, video. Man, yes, I seen dude, that. Dude, it looked like he had the old school cool Oh my God. On. And the he police officers there were just like. Man, I don't blame him. <laughs> dude was not, he was taking, man, he was, man, I want to meet him and shake his hand. He was not, he, was, he wasn't taking no air. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. He, and you could hear when he was connected. Right. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is dude with the coogee feet on? <laughs> you should have known not to fight. You should have known not to fight no man with no coogee outfit you know, on in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hot as hell outside. <laughs> like, yeah. Me and my friends used to do that in college. One time we went, mm. when Main Street was jumping in Murfreesboro, Bongo Johnny's then. Mm. 
Yeah. And uh, it yeah. was this girl. That's when race and coats was out. Yeah. And she had a ponytail to the side. Anybody wore a ponytail, we called the east side. It was like, it must be from the east side. Yeah, yeah. Right, ponytail to the east. And she had on this, like, Mountain Dew racing coat. All my friends, <laughs> we looked at each other and said, if anybody gets to her, young, young. Young, young. Yeah. Not fighting her. It's always that one person you Man, know you know not, not to, to get into. I don't you care how no tough better. you are. And I'm going to tell you what happened. And she got to thumping with some folks. Lay it down, came on. Uh, Matter of fact, Eight Ball them was performing. <laughs> they was there and laid down, came on, and man, I'm talking about folks were jumping off tables. Oh, it was so Memphis and Murphy. Uh, yeah, I just went, I just went to uh, hit the exit though. Like, yo, let's go. We was like this. <laughs> we just watching her like, wow. Oh my Don't God. let these college girls fool y'all. Yeah. Y'all ain't thugging. I know it. I know it. Man, do y'all have anything else? That y'all want to talk about. No, that was awesome. And I want to get your book. Oh, and yeah. I Do you wanna... have it with you? I, I might have a copy. I'm sleeping on my pimping. <laughs> I, I do. I got one copy. Hey. But, but everybody out there who has the means or the desire needs to do exactly what you're doing. Like, you're doing everything right, in my thank opinion. Thank you, thank you. Like, you're... Oh, that was sweet. You what you're... Yeah. Uh, I'm the politics, sorry. everything. This white guy. This, no, it's not just the white guy. It's the white police, y'all. I know, I know, right? White police. When I met this part. motherfucker, I thought he was lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, you interviewed with who? You? With you? the police? <laughs> and he wasn't even black, y'all. Yeah. So I done made it. This is like what they say, one step for mankind. Yeah. <laughs> one step for black people. Yeah, hey, man, you know. That's um, like me with... No, I, I was just about to insult you now, but I was going to say, it's like the black folks that meet with Trump, but I don't, nah, it's, not, it's nah. not that expensive. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like Blue is one of those people, you know, I, you know, Michael Jackson said, you know, uh, I'm going to start with the man in the mirror. I think that's what he's doing. And I think he's doing a good job at this, it. I got my white friends, and we sound like oh, white people, so I got well, two black friends. Right, we do. But my homegirl, you yeah, I was gonna say she was the cool. she the one you put me what, on the politics. You know what it was for me, actually? What, what was it, it was, it's why I'm an atheist, coincidentally, is... Because I wasn't she always. She is too. I was raised. Damn, I didn't I was, know that. Black folks and white atheists go together. Go together. I know, right? <laughs> I, was, I was raised totally Christian, like non denominational mm-hmm. through and through, believed mm-hmm. it forever and ever. Just total, total Christian boy my whole life. Yeah. Um, but through a series of events over about a decade, I ended up becoming an atheist. Um, but the reason that I think the way that I think, it wasn't because I looked at the man in the mirror and said, I got to change myself. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know what is. I want to know what the facts are. Oh, yeah, you told me. I want yeah. to know what is, right. what is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so when I started through Tim Wise and through you and yep. through various other sources, started looking at what is. What is, what is history? How did it go down? Yeah. What truly, genuinely happened? Why do things happen the way they happen? What is? Yeah. Well, and I don't care what the answer is. I just want to know you what the You just want to know the truth. Yep. Well, the truth is, America was born on white supremacy and we're fighting tooth and nail to keep it that way. That's Mm -hmm. the fucking truth. Truth. If you don't like it, I don't either. I hate it, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. And so instead of denying it and saying, no, America's great and we're all free and we're all equal. (laughs) Instead of doing that, just fucking accept what is true. Yeah. And then do something to change it. And do something to change it. I think that's what we're doing about this, with this podcast and and Tortoise. I I appreciate you coming. Like I said, sister, you've just been such a big inspiration to me. I've always told you that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you. My baby, bro. Yeah, like she, like I said, I, I met her two, three years ago and she always just had this like, 
drive about yeah. it that well, we need I, I more, wanted we to need have. more of you for sure. Yeah, there's like, no doubt about man. it. Be careful with y'all ass. <laughs> little Ida B up in yeah, there. Because it's, it's, she's a goat. She's, she's got solutions. She, yeah, she's she got solutions. She's a goat. She'll girl. actually change shit. And if you are trying to approach her as a guy, you got to come with it, you know? And, yeah, you got to uh, be super dude. You, you, like, you got to be days of balance. You know what? Yeah, you want those strong black women that oh, if I had a daughter, I would want them to look up to you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, Torn, you got anything to say? Torn been quiet this year. I'm sorry, learning, man. I know. I learned a lot, too. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah. We're going to have a whole lot of conversations once the mic go off, though. Hey. What y'all trying to go get some more drink? I'm just playing. What's up? What's up, man? Hey. I'm going to nail this this time because I screwed it up last time. Blockbuster Clothing Company. Did you screw it up last time? Yeah, I could because I was trying to remember DD's website. Yeah. And I was literally trying to memorize it. Oh, did Torty, did you say your stuff? Oh, yeah, let me do my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how, another way I make my money, I Am You, is the book we've been talking about. So, hey. tortoisewin.com. Tortoisewin is tortoise without the E. Yeah. Win, all one word. T O R T O I S W I N D.com. You'll see some really cute pictures of me. Hey. <laughs> and then go to buy a book, though. Bypass the pictures and go to buy a book. Yeah. Um, and um, what it is, is just a collection. I've been working on some other novels. I got a comic book in the making going on but i am you is like 30 maybe 33 little short stories some yep. are stories like some aesop fable type things some are ideologies and some are just like moments man like real life moments i had i was uh depressed Mm. You know, and I was right trying to Damn, just write my way. Mm-hmm. We come back for that. Well, yeah, we come back. Part two coming right. soon. And, and that's why it's called I Am You because it was just the experience I was going through. Mm-hmm. May not be your experience, but you don't went through some stuff. I'm depressed that, as hell. You know, and it's a lot of people that just don't know how to embrace it. I was strong, independent like I am now, so yeah. I didn't feel like I could go to anybody, didn't mm, know who yep, to go that's to. How I feel. All the black folks kept trying to tell me, go to charge it. Just pray about yep. it, and you nah. know, it's going to be okay, yep. and it, that's not how depression gets nah, fixed. Nah. No, you know, it not. really doesn't get fixed, but that's not how you get through it, so don't feel like you're alone, and yep. that's what I am you is just mm-hmm. like saying, it starts off kind of dark, but then it Damn. goes... It goes up to that light, you know, and it's it's just, you know, and be mindful is yeah. what I'm saying that mm-hmm. what your brother and sisters is going through, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we all go through something. So. Yeah. And that's what I was just saying about just going with the facts and knowing what is what you just said is absolutely true. You can't pray your way out of depression. And that doesn't mean God's not real. That's my no, personal opinion. But right. that doesn't mean that there isn't a God. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, you can't pray yourself out of depression. Nah, it's bad fucking pray, advice. We couldn't mm-hmm. pray our way out of slavery <laughs> for twenty years. <laughs> you know, so you know, and that's no no hit on anybody that has no. prayer life and all that. Right. But at the same, I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit didn't help me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tried to go to my past, but I was going to one of them big ass churches where mm-hmm. I didn't have access to the past mm-hmm. like that. And I found gotcha. out when I called, and then they trying to set appointments, and I need to help right, right now. now. And, and coincidentally, <laughs> when you look at the truth of depression, which is it's a brain illness, mm-hmm. that's the truth. You're not mm-hmm. flawed. You're not broken. You're I'm sick. Ill. You're sick. What's that? Oh, it's a mental illness. But there's a there's a there's a fix <laughs> because thanks to science we have a fix for a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you accept depression for what it is and you address it correctly, then you get better. Mm-hmm. It's, Knowledge man. yourself, y'all. I know, but mm. 
Damn, I'm mentally ill. But a lot well, of the depression, is. I mean, we're all, we're all fucked and up. then I'm going to leave it alone because <laughs> it would just start a whole nother. All this stuff we talked about, yeah. you know, this country was built out. How could you not be depressed? Yeah. Especially if you're yeah. not in the upper yeah. elite. You know right. what I mean? If Even they ass are elite, depressed. Like, life is hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's you know, hard. And it's even hard if you are in the upper elite. I mean, yeah, the only reason it's even remotely <laughs> livable is because we've progressed to the point that we're at. Right. I mean, I was going to, this is totally off the topic, but. And this goes to my atheism as well. It's like people think that the world was made for us, specifically for us, for by us. a loving God. Right. Well, if that's the case, then why is it over the entire planet, the vast majority of the time, it's either too hot or too cold? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's like one city in the world, San Diego, where it's yeah. almost Man, always I'm nice weather. To get there. It, yeah. it's, it's not for us. Yeah. It's random chaos. And that, again, doesn't mean God's not real. Yeah. He could be, yep. but I'm telling six. you, this world wasn't made for us, right? Because damn, that's real, bro. I, I never, I never looked at it like that. The weather sucks. It sucks. It's if we don't have heating right now. or cooling, we're miserable twenty four seven. Yeah, it wasn't made for us. I do like the cold weather though, but it's hot. <laughs> shit you right like now. it until you freeze to death. Like the fall. that is true. Yeah, it's the fall. It is, so the fall is coming up. But yeah, uh, can you? Did you plug in? No, Black Luster. B l a c k l u s t r e. It's a black owned clothing company that yep. makes apparel not apologies there and i go. apologized last week i fucked it up but <laughs> my head was elsewhere and it's okay felt bad you know normally he would have called me and, uh, and told me but i didn't get a call no well it's because i fucked it up Maybe he, you got i got a call. a call oh he's damn. like you fuck up my tagline ever again and I was like, geez, well, Black Luster. That's crazy. Yeah. Black Black Luster, I do very well on shout outs, but yeah. I, I definitely could use the t shirt hookup. Yeah. So yeah. get that toy as well. I got some y'all, shirts about yeah. to drop. I got yeah. some shirts yeah. about to drop. Yeah, yeah we got work. some you know, collaboration nice. going on. Yeah. Uh Twan, you got anything, Twan. bro? Twan. All good, bro. Hey, Me and Twan excellent. found that we can. Yeah, yeah, small town shouting. So it maybe, maybe not. And, and <laughs> then we claim I, I want we people to know it. that Twan yeah. is a great producer. So if you need any tracks, if anybody else need any tracks in the local area of Nashville, anything, hit up Twan. Well, and one thing yeah. I, I get complimented all the time about the quality of the show and all the time and the quality and of the I'm sound. You, that's all. Twan, that's all Twan. That's what I'm saying. That's why I want people to donate to the show because it ain't, it ain't going. To, it's not going to me. It's not going to Blue Line. It's actually going to Twan because Twan is the person who puts this whole thing together. And this, these crystal he doesn't, clear, he doesn't say much, but yeah. he puts this hey. whole thing together. The and he lets us use his studio. So it's all the money going to him. So if y'all could just donate I to the show. I got student loans. Hey. Man. <laughs> Man. No, this didn't come from nowhere. I Please, paid for this. Please, donate to the show. Right. Cash app. I gave the cash app. It's, I'm going to change it. I still ain't changed it. It's Amon7, A-M-U-N-7. You can cash app it. And like I said, all the money's going to him. So, yeah, that's all I got. Y'all help a brother out. Help yeah. a brother out. I know this is, yeah, this, once again, black business besides the, the white police officer here. But, well, I don't get the money, though. Yeah, he don't get the money, though. Yeah. See? Right. Yeah. This is black business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I guess that's that's it. The the Blue Lines podcast, and we out. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>
too much I'm stressing way too much And things between us Dang They just ain't the same Father This world's causing the strain Father They say that I'm dead wrong They say I got it wrong all along But it's so strange Cause the things that you told me Say that I'm on the right path But they say I need to change Father It's really driving me insane Father And they keep telling me Between the right and the left Between the right and the left